Hello, welcome to Mulder Was Right. We discuss conspiracy theories and alternative facts. I am your host, Marina, and I am joined by... Curtis Brandon. Do you guys remember what we were talking about a few weeks ago? No. No. A few weeks ago? Yeah, well, there's two weeks between the episodes. What's... Okay, sure. Yes, a couple weeks ago. Yes. What? I do remember I'm that. sorry, what did happens? I break? No, you didn't. No, we didn't break anything. We broke no narrative. There is no narrative to break because we are telling the truth all the time. Correct. Uh, so, we, we discussed uh, what astrology was last week um, and just kind of how it worked. We, we had, like, some possibly depressing conversations about yes. the planets, um, <laughs> about some fictional points in the sky uh well curtis i i I think that they are fixed points in the sky that we have some stories about they were they were referred to as fictional oh that's right i forgot (laughs) yes yes yes, correct correct it's not it is not a a literal point in the sky it is in reference to an empty space it's the second place from the last film something like that um so that was was our last episode the black moon is a fictional point yes (laughs) yeah Lilith, the black moon. And now we're going to discuss um, why. Why astrology? And what what is it really doing in our lives? Right. It's just scratch his hand down his whole face. Because we, we, we went through the ringer last week, I think. We talked... Yeah, we, we went through Not the last ringer week, a couple weeks ago. A couple, two weeks ago. Um, you know, yeah, we went over like how, how it worked. And now, now we're going over why it worked. Though we yeah. still have no real understanding of how That's it fine. Works. We don't need to know that anymore. <laughs> we don't need to know how it works. We're just going to talk about it in our lives. And why don't we start with a little story? So, I love stories. Yes. So, me too. Guys, in 1899, Evangelion Adams, one of America's first and most famous astrologers, said that the hotel she was staying in in New York was under the worst possible combinations of planets bringing conditions terrifying in their unfriendliness. The famous Windsor Hotel fire of 1899 broke out that night, one of the worst disasters that New York had yet seen. Now, yes, Curtis? Um, so you're <laughs> saying, no, hold on. Okay. You're saying that this, this individual was staying in a hotel uh, found that there were many <laughs> negative signs over this hotel. Yes. Um, and then it burned down. Yes. Right, and this person's name was? Don't make me. <laughs> it was it was a Evangeline. Evangeline. Yeah, oh. Evangeline. Okay, Evangeline. Yeah. You said Evangelion. Yeah, you should. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you said Evangelion, the, the Japanese animated <laughs> work. Uh, Night nightmare. Evangelion. Is that uh, what said? Yeah. Evangeline. Got it. You know what's okay. really fucked up is I actually wrote out her name so I wouldn't say it wrong, and then I said. <laughs> Thank you for covering that. <laughs> so, because I... Brandon and I had a really hard time listening yeah. after you said... Yes. Evangelion. <laughs> it was very hard for us to focus. And so, um... Anyway, so, yes. There were, the, there the were planets, some negative signs. The planets were... Unfriendly. Was, was this kind of like putting a magnifying glass between an anthill and the sun? Not literally, but uh, in terms of astrology, yes. Okay. Yeah. According well, to I the sky... According to the sky, something fucked up was going to happen. And then the the worst, the one of fire. the worst fires, yes, broke out that night. It's unclear if she was in the hotel when that happened. 
Yeah, did she It's unclear if she... She did not die. Um, okay. She, was she across the country and called this? No, she was staying in this hotel. Oh, I see. So she was staying in the hotel. Yes, and she looked up at the sky, I guess, saw the stars, and was like, this is fucked. Didn't warn um, anybody. Yeah. Why didn't she leave? Yeah. What? <laughs> she might have left. I don't know. That wasn't really clear. Okay. Um, but basically, she looked up in the sky, called it, fire. Um, so, <coughs> Adams was later tried for fortune-telling in New York City court in 1914, but was found not guilty after she was instructed to interpret the anonymous horoscope chart that was of the judge's son. Adams was so accurate in her interpretation that the judge dismissed her charges <laughs> and stated that she raised <laughs> astrology to the dignity of an exact science. Now, <laughs> what was she being? She was being yeah, charged for yes. fortune telling. Yes. Thank you so much. So Apparently, like, was this a triable offense? <laughs> Apparently, it was in this time uh, in New York City. Like, you could be like tried for, for fortune telling, like for being like a pretend fortune teller. Like, not not a pretend fortune teller. I think just a fortune teller. Just, well, well, okay. So just like for like witchcraft reasons, because they didn't like witches or whatever. So fortune telling um, has a lot of background in uh, being a scheme and a ripoff. Not because they're not literally telling you your fortune. That's kind of irrelevant. Um, it's because that you can tell someone, hey, your family is cursed. So now that I did this $5 reading for you, and you know your curse, pay me $500, and I will undo the curse for you. Right. So it's a scam. Yeah, yes. Well, it, it's very cheap to look at your home and see that there's an infestation, and not so cheap to uh, <laughs> deal with the infestation. Right. You, your life has cockroaches. Yeah. Right. God. Correct. Awful. Anyways, Awful. so so the, the trial went... She, Basically, they decided she was legit, therefore no crime occurred because she was just doing the science. It was real. She managed to convince the judge, and, and he let she read. She read his son's chart. She did not know it was his son's chart. It was an anonymous chart presented to her. Based off the chart, she predicted the personality that would have occurred and the type okay. of person that that would have been. Now, again, this was the judge's son. So wait, so. did the judge go and say, yo, drop a chart based on my son so I can do, so I can trick this fortune teller into proving that Well, all you wrong? have to provide is the time, place, location. Yeah, sure, no, but like, it was his, well, I guess it was a lawyer's idea. I don't know whose idea okay. what. This was it's a long time a ago. Funny, I don't have that much information. It's a very funny, like, court drama. It is. It is very funny. Yes. yes. If only we could have seen such a thing. Uh, so Adams was a very famous astrologer. She helped popular, pop popularize astrology throughout America. Um, she wrote four books and conducted a radio show. And this is really how astrology got into the public eye. Um, Adams claims that she helped people like J.P. Morgan and Charles Schwab amass vast fortunes and that she predicted not only the stock market crash of 1929, but also the United States involvement in World, World War II. All right, so she was like a big name for a while. For a little while, yeah. Okay. And so, like I said, she's the one that made astrology kind of known in the American eye. Uh, and so since then, we've all just kind of latched onto it, and it's always been this presence in our lives that most people are at least aware of, even if they themselves are not invested. 
So Nancy Reagan was actually someone who was deeply interested in astrology, and she would regularly consult a personal astrologer of hers, um, even when she was living in the White House. JP Morgan said of the subject, millionaires don't have astrologers, billionaires do. Oh, well, zing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a weird thing, because if you're a millionaire, you still did pretty well. Um, yeah, have you, have you... What is he... Why, why didn't he just say, like, four people <laughs> don't? Like, why? you could still, if you have an astrologer, it's just going to be that successful. Yeah. It's going to get you a billion dollars. That was a lot of money. That Back is a lot of money. Lot. That is still a lot of money. I know, but it was an enormous amount of money. Yes. I don't know, if, I don't know when the first billionaire existed. Yeah, like that's a great dollars, question. But, like, anyway. Yeah. All right, so guys, let me ask you a question. Um, oh. How many people do you know that take astrology seriously? Uh, I I don't know, I don't know that I could give you a number, but I I know that you take astrology seriously, and I know you. <laughs> um, and and because she's here in the bunker with us. She's I don't in count here in the bunker. You don't count. Okay, well then, that's an interesting scenario. Um, I know that I have met people in my life. And, like, people have been talking about astrology, and I'll be sitting around, and I'll be, like, just waiting. I'll be, like, ready to shit on astrology, basically. <laughs> and then, like, they, they're, they like, yeah, it's, like, really... And they, like, buy into it. They're, like, really into it. And I'm, I'm just, like, oh, no. And, like, I, I felt, like... Would you in say the that's common? I felt in the minority of that conversation... Okay. ...when I've talked about it, which is not very often. Okay. So, so those who take astrology is maybe... Maybe a majority. And so, but, but like maybe the groups. fact, like if someone's talking about astrology, it's probably because they care about it. So, right, Brandon. Uh, I feel like I've known a few people who took it pretty seriously, and I didn't really talk to them about it until yeah. kind of nowish. Yeah, but I still don't. Sure. It seems like sure. A, so, sure. let's yeah. talk about astrology and science. Curtis, you should like this. Uh, so, as we mentioned in the last episode... I, it's interesting that they're separate topics, that they're separate aspects of the topic. Astrology and science. Mm -hmm. Not as science, but and, and science. It is, right, definitely not as science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we're going to get into. Uh, so, as we mentioned in the last episode, astrology used to be an academic study until the 20th century, um, and that was following the wide-scale adoption of the scientific method in which astrology was challenged successfully, uh, both on theoretical and experimental grounds multiple times, and has been shown to have no scientific validity or any kind of explanatory power. Um, so, I was thinking... <laughs> and, it's, and it's continued... <laughs> This has crushed it. This has continued to happen, like even to this day. Like people still, oh yes, they're still conduct experiments against yes. astrology, like all the time, because people still believe in astrology, and so this is still something that science is working. Sure, against. sure, people believe in astrology. Um, yeah, and and there are many experiments, and there's also many ways to test astrology. So we're gonna talk about one of the experiments that happened, um, but it's it's only one way to do it, and kind of as. In the last episode, it's it's super complex. There's a lot of different elements to it, so then you have to ask, how am I going to test this? What is the goal? What is the hypothesis? 
Um, but we're gonna get into that. Uh, so again, I was thinking maybe one study came up pretty early that pretty immediately dismissed it. I could find no such thing. There's just been lots of different multiple studies that stacked on stacked on stacked all pretty much say, uh, no, this is not, mm -hmm. this is not a science. This is not a literal, the planets are not literally physically having an influence on these specific things. Right. That's what it's it's hard to like, dis just generally disprove it, just like it's hard to like generally disprove like a given religion, for instance. Like, right. And that's, that's actually one of the reasons why it's not a science, um, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, so the most famous test um, was conducted by Sean Carlson. And so the experiment was a series of double-blind chart-matching tests in which 28 astrologers agreed to match over 100 natal charts to psychological profiles generated by the California Nation Psychology Inventory Test. Uh, these were published in the journal Nature in 1985. Right, so some, some scientists got together, uh, like wrote, wrote down people's personalities, like their personality traits, and then gave some astrologers their natal charts and then told the astrologers to match them. Uh, not, not exactly. So they were actually trying to make predictions based off those natal charts, and those predictions did not come through. Oh, they were trying to like predict the course of these people's lives. Cor something like that, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it, uh, it was based off prediction and rather then, than and then just like five years later, the people came back and they were like, "Well, did you buy a orange truck?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But so they so they gathered these <laughs> astrologers. Um, they were actually consulting them for this test. They made sure that the astrologers agreed that the test was fair, um, and the astrologers themselves helped to drop the the central proposition of the natal astrology to be tested. Um, and in the end, they found that the testing clearly refutes the astrological hypothesis. So, uh, that's just one study, and the most famous, Curtis, you said, um, you, you guess that they're reading natal charts and then guessing their personality or things about them. That yeah. was another test done by someone else. So, like I said, there's a lot of different that, ways that you can way test astrology. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'd be a simple way also to just, like make a prediction and then wait right. the given amount of time and then did that happen yes or no right yeah i personally myself don't put any credence <clears throat> in the predictive power of astrology right, whatsoever yeah. so most this test to me would mean really, nothing yeah most people we, i know who think about astrology don't really put any it's not for predictive yeah no they don't it's, care it's about something that. else yeah. yeah but it's like it's like they're more interested in the environment that they're in and like what's happening Correct. and how that might affect them individually. Correct, yeah. Um, so Curtis, you're saying that it's difficult to disprove astrology much in the same way it's difficult to disprove a religion. Right, because um, you can't uh, prove a negative. Falsibility. Yeah. So, so astrology goes against a few scientific principles. One of those is falsibility, which is a theory that can be proven to be false. Um, this is a theory by Karl Pop, uh, <coughs> Popper. A claim that it is unfalsible because it is a theory can never be shown to be false. So, for example, um, if you have a theory that says all swans are white, that 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 that's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> you can prove because if you yeah. see a swan that is not white, you just prove that theory false. And so it's not saying that um, a theory is false. It's saying that a theory needs to have a chance to be proven false. So if you're saying something like. Um, 
little Martians make the world go round, but every time you open your your eyes, they're not there, and there's no way to test if they're physically there or not. That that is not. Bertram Russell, an example of this, said there was a teapot floating around in space uh, in between like <laughs> Venus and Mars, um, and there's just a teapot at the opposite end of the sun, you know, uh, at the opposite end of uh, Earth's orbit that we can never see, um, and that that's another example of, of an unfalsifiable. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, and so um, so a hallmark of pseudoscience is actually that it cannot be falsible. And astrology was actually Pop Popper's most frequent examples of pseudoscience. Um, so he was sometimes just specifically talking about this and why that's a problem. Yeah, astrology is kind of like the pseudoscience. Like if you're like, like, like pseudoscience, you go to astrology. Probably <laughs> because it has this like ancient basis in like academics that like science right. has now replaced. And so um, it has, it has like, like qualities that can be, are just like generally seem scientific, like they are pseudo-scientific. Yeah, so like, absolutely. Yeah. Right, of course. I'm tracking the movements of the planets right. and the sky. Yeah. Right, and the planets are moving. Yeah, the planets are moving. Things things are happening. Yeah. Um, it has right. it has all the trimmings and decorations of science, but no no substance, no scientific method itself, which is what science is. Yeah, and so um, in contrast to Popper, uh, philosopher Thomas Kuhn argued that it was not the lack of falsibility that made astrology unscientific, but rather that the process and concepts of astrology were non-empirical. Um, so the fact that predictions would fail, uh, that doesn't make it unscientific, uh, nor do attempts by astrologers to explain away their failure uh, due to creations of horoscopes being too complicated or any other reason. Um, he felt that astrology was not science because it was more akin to medieval medicine. They followed a sequence of rules and guidelines for a seemingly necessary field with known shortcomings, but they did no research because the fields are not amenable to research. and so. They had no puzzle to solve, and therefore no science to practice. Right. It's kind of like you ask the question, like, why? Why does this work in astrology? Like, why does <laughs> someone born while Venus is over there get this certain personality trait? Right, and like, there really and there is, is no, no explanation. Any explanation yeah. that they try to give is just proven to be false. It's, like, um, sometimes what will come up is astrologers will try to say something about gravitational forces, but the reality is that those planets are just too far away to act on us in that way. Right. So it has to and be something else. And also the people else. who if came up is. with astrology weren't thinking about gravitational No, forces. they were not. <laughs> <laughs> they were thinking about gods and And many, and and many of the people who came things. up with astrology had a vision of the world as flat. Yes. As well. Absolutely. You know, yeah. That is kind of central to the idea of astrology <laughs> is uh, geocentric, that everything is... Either the world is flat and everything's above us, or like the Earth is in the center of the universe and everything's re revolving around us. Which is why, like, the sun gets put on, like, equal level as, like, the moon. Which, when in right. reality, we know those are two very differently sized objects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they look similarly sized in the sky, so we assumed that they were about the same size. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so another uh, issue with it was irrationality. So for philosopher Edward James, astrology is irrational not because of the numerous problems with mechanisms and falsification due to experiments but because an analysis of astrological literature shows that it is infused with uh fallacious bad logic and poor reasoning phallic logic was it 
F-A-L-L-A-C-I-O-U-S. Yeah. Fallacious. Fallacious. It's like fallacy. But you're saying fallacious, which is a bad word. It's a bad word. It sounds like fallatio. It sounds like phallic. It's not. Is that where fallatio comes from? Like phallic? Oh, from phallic. I thought you meant from fallacy. Fallatio comes from fallacy. Could I have some fallatio, some falseness? Uh, it probably didn't come from fallacy. It probably did come from fallacy. Yeah, from fallacy. But like fallacy but and fallacy are differently very because pH and F. And I know, but yeah. like they they sound really similar. They do. This yeah. is an interesting yeah. conversation. Sorry to <laughs> derail you. Let's talk about this. For so so <laughs> so Edward James said, "What if throughout astrological writings we met little appreciation of coherence, blatant insensitivity to evidence?" No sense of a hierarchy of reasons, slight command over the contextual force of criteria, stubborn unwillingness to pursue an argument where it leads, stark naivety concerning the efficiency of, of explanation, and so on. In that case, I think we are perfectly justified in rejecting astrology as irrational. Astrology simply fails to meet the multifarious demands of legitimate reasoning. <laughs> And so, God, and so, astrology left it. Yeah, yeah. well, yes. no, because, of course, but yes. but the language is so savage. It is because they're very as so much savage. like Curtis. <laughs> but my we question, are frustrated. Some of I, uh-huh. like, was anyone who was in astrology going like this is a science? Yes. Oh, really? Sometimes people yeah. still try to and argue people claim, it. Yeah, people do claim that, and and it's hard. Like you're talking about, like they're really tearing it apart. Like, I mean, they should. I mean, they should, and yes. From, people always talk about, like, like these science, like, science assholes being mean. Um, but, like, that is the point I was about to bring up. It's yes. hard to not be mean. <laughs> because when you're looking at it scientifically, it just has, there's no other way to put it except it has no validity. It's, it's when you ask the question, why does this work? And there's no even attempt no to answer Nothing. the why. Why does this work? It just works. And you're like... And the reason for why, why. Right. And the reason for why is changing based on different principles and it's favoring certain elements and it's just not adhering to something strict and it's not. It's not a science. It's a a difficult line for like someone with uh, a perspective that I would agree with Um, to to not (laughs) just like, you know, shit all over something like this because, you know, obviously you don't want to like hurt people's feelings, but also like it's there's truly like no real legitimacy to it um and so it's it's hard to to you know mince words like right. it's hard to not just outright say like there's this no is not real to, blah, blah. yeah i can't speak <laughs> it's hard for me to say it because i can't speak <laughs> so because, so james yeah. if we want to go on for more mean things so what james um went on to say was that uh, the claim for evidence for astrology is that uh, people born roughly at the same place have a life pattern that is very similar, is vague, but also ignores the time is reference frame dependent and gives no definition of same place, despite the planets moving in the reference frame of the solar system. Um, so right, basically, there's a lot of lack of specifications, and it's not really firm in what, it, yeah. what it's doing. And like based on astrological logic, mm-hmm. to like... You could have, like, like you could take, like, Adolf Hitler and, and his wife, and then you could take, like, Obama. And, <laughs> Where and are you then, going? And, Obama, <laughs> and you could, and they could, like, both, like, you know, they could have a child and then go what? to the exact 
Hold on. Those two Tupperware. Hold on. Okay. The Hitler Tupperware. Listen to me. The Hitler couple could have a child. Adolf and his wife. And the Obama couple could have a child. And you could take those two wives, take them to the exact same spot in the earth, and and they could both give birth at the exact same time. And according to astrology, those should be identical people. No, because but, they're being born in the same place so, at the so, same time. So, so astrologers, that is a simplification. Astrologers would not say they're the same people. They would say that they're going to have similar personalities. Obviously, elements is going to influence how that goes. So, if they're both Leos, they might both show a um, an interest and attention, higher power, office. Hitler baby's going to go do some fucked up shit, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Obama baby we are not our parents, is Marie. right. We're, we're not, but. <laughs> Right, other question. Who's raising these children? What is this timeline where Obama and Hillary are alive at the same time? <laughs> anyways, then, anyways. What, you're, but, you're but Curtis, involves some Curtis. Time travel, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. You okay. oversimplified it, but you're not wrong in that. Just that premise but has like, some This faults. is the premise that astrology makes. And like, right. those should, astrology... If correct, those should be enormously similar people. They should have least, similar personalities or something. Something they should be right. based on what like astrology claims. Yes. You know. I'm not disagreeing with you. Right. Uh, and and Hitler and Obama are clearly different people who would give So 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 views. actually actually going off that point, um, another one of um, James's <laughs> things. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, that was a weird example. I know. <laughs> Bring it in. Um, <laughs> so so okay. James goes on to say that response to criticism also relies on faulty logic. A response to twin studies with the statement that coincidences in twins are due to astrology, but any differences are due to hereditary and environment. So kind of literally what I was just saying. They're being raised by different parents, so they're going to go do different things um but so so astrology is basically nitpicking anything that falls in its favor they're using as evidence anything that falls out of favor they're blaming uh other elements outside yes. of which which is kind of like power. yeah that was kind of like what you did when i like just made that argument right yes now. that's what i said yeah. that's what i did okay. yeah <laughs> i know that i did it yeah. <laughs> and, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah it's just like <laughs> the common like scientific literature will say like what creates a person and it's nature versus nurture. There's your genetics and then there's the mm-hmm. shit that happens to you. And right. like those obviously play and like how could they not play an enormous role in who you are? And sometimes when you hear about astrology, it it's completely ignoring those two things. It's completely ignoring who your parents were and their genetics and Some- all the stuff that's happening to you. And not all the time. But sure. sometimes it's just, it, it is making that statement of two babies born in the same place at the same time will be the same person. And that's just like when you follow that to right. its logical conclusion is absolutely ridiculous. Now, now, you're, yeah. what, what you're saying is co- correct, but also <laughs> still an oversimplification. I, I personally don't think astrology, um, I, think, I think a chart is a baseline of which to jump off of right, and like, it, it, it understands it's going to be influenced the, this is something that's saying this is how things are going to work out in a perfect world if nothing else is influencing you obviously that's not real also it does not matter because this is not a science it's not <laughs> it's not real 
I mean, my thesis statement is that it's not real. So if your concession yeah. to the argument that it's not conceding. real is just that it's not real, yes. then I guess we're good. <laughs> um, so something that I often heard, I actually grew, grew up a, a, quite a skeptic because um, my mother was one. Uh, she was very invested in um, science, biology, just very basic principles. And so she always explained, you know, what astrology is, is that it's a very broad definition of some characteristics that anyone can apply themselves to, and that's why it feels true. And so they actually did a, t a test on this called the self-validation study, um, and it was conducted by, I lost his name, his last name is Forer. Uh, so Forer gave his students a personality test followed by a description of the personality that was supposedly based on the results of the test. There was only ever one description. Yeah, they just had the same description. Yeah. Yeah, and it was taken from newspaper horoscopes, and everyone received the same one. Four then asked them to rate on a scale of zero, very poor, to five, excellent, the description's accuracy. The average score was 4.26. Four's observation, five. Okay. Five. Yeah, so four, very, very, yeah. High. very high. Yeah. Everyone thought that this thing applied to them very high. Indeed. The same and this thing. this is like when, when someone, I was hearing someone have a conversation about astrology once and, and like, they were like, man, it's so eerie when you have like your chart <laughs> to you, like how real it is. And like, ah. and it's, and it's because of that, because yeah. like there are so many gen generalities about like human beings. Like, it's like sometimes you get hungry. And, <laughs> you know, and, and that's, I that's, that's you also. You may a person from your distant right. past this week. Oh my God, I might. Like, <laughs> you know. And that's also criticism against astrology on scientific grounds is that, yeah, it's it's too broad. It's too vague. It could fit so many things. And so you can't, it's, there's just not really something to apply to a thesis. Like, it, how do you, how do you, it's also objective. Like, um, I don't know if you say someone's born on this time, so they're going to be bitchy. Who decides if they're bitchy or not, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's also a fair point. It's yeah. not... It's not testable. It's not. It's subjective. Right. Uh, so, uh, basically, there is no proposed mechanism of action by which the positions and motions of the stars and planets could affect people and events on Earth in the way that astrologers say that they do. That does not contradict well-understood basic aspects of biology and physics. Yeah. Astrology yeah, exactly. is not science. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that was. Okay. So, now that we're past that. Uh, what if I told you the time and the place that you were born would affect your personality? Well, it, it surely does. Just just based on you like, live life there a little bit, and then and if you're born, if, if you stay where you were born in the ocean, and you live in the ocean, like your whole we were, life, we've always been in this bunker. Yeah, then <laughs> you are going to be really good at swimming, and you're going to. Oh, I'm bad at swimming. <laughs> What's your stuff. point, Marina? You were, you were, you were leading um, something. Um, so, so there, there are some studies that came out that actually said that, yes, the specific time and place that you're born will affect your personality. And so uh, basically some scientists noticed that a statistically significant number of schizophrenics were more likely than others to have January, February, and March birthdays. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh they continued that line, and so what they found is that um, bipolar disorder uh, was more likely to be born in the, I'm sorry, P 
people with bipolar disorder, not the disorder itself, um, were more likely to be born in the winter and early spring. Um, but this is also like, is this not just like... We're, we're going to go okay, into why. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I'm not just going to say that and walk away. <laughs> some questions. It's, n- it's, not, it's not Mars. Mars didn't do it, but, um, yeah. Uh, no, I was no, not going to yeah, no, Okay. Wasn't, wasn't, <laughs> I was going to say the good old C is not a good C, but you go ahead and get there. So those born in late summer and early fall were less likely to have these conditions. Um, but those uh, that are suicidal are most likely for April through June birthdays. Uh, and dyslexia may be more likely for those born in the summer. Guess when I was born. No. Guess why I can't say anything. Um, <laughs> You're saying so, so many things right now. So, You're so good at it. <laughs> so after they found this, um, they went ahead and they looked at the southern hemisphere. And they found that the effects are reversed there. They found everything. <laughs> <laughs> that it's mirrored? Yes. God, no. Because, I- because... What else is mirrored are the seasons. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Go on, though. Which implies that weather could be the correlation. Um, and not just the literal weather, but like seasonal changes. And so some examples of what happens with seasonal changes and weather um, are things like maternal nutrition. So babies born during famines um, tend to be uh, freer than the babies born um in more yeah. plentiful time. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not wrong about, about that. I bet you didn't have to do any research to figure that one out. I'm trying real hard not to be I, mad at them. <laughs> so, uh, so even in the developed wor- world where we have lots of access to food, um, maternal diets that are poor in protein or vitamin C or vitamin D can affect brain or heart or bone development. Seasonal viruses, um, especially the flu, can affect maternal health and fetal development. Gestation during wintertime with short days and long nights can cause seasonal affective disorder in mothers with low serotonin levels um, in the maternal brain, potentially leading to similar shortfalls in the baby. So yes, there are different things going on and, in the seasons. And, and that, that will sounds like reasonably fair. Like all, yeah. all of that sounds like reasonable. Sure. Because because you are giving reasons for that. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm here for it. Great. Yeah. Um, and so there there's there's a there's a little more studies from around the world of what they found. So a Japanese study found that people born in December through February have a lower agreeableness. Um, uh, and according to them, they say <laughs> this term has a precise definition to personality psychologists. I did not. Yes, I did not bother to look Why more not? into that. <laughs> um, so, a Swedish study found that February, March, and April birthdays lead to an increased novelty-seeking behavior. So, you might be a little more risky and down for some oh, wild okay. stuff if that, you're born then. Novels. Yep. I'm down for novels, are you not? I'm down for novels. Great. Uh, another study reported that summer-born males are less conscientious. One 2010 study conducted in mice found that mice pups born and weaned in stimulated winter light adjusted less well to a change in summer light, exhibiting poorer feeding habits and activity levels. Um, and so, let me skip the mice. Uh, March, April, and May born uh, score high on the hyperthymia scale, which is general optimism, um, so March, April, May people okay. tend to be happier. 
or at least optimistic. Uh, those born in the spring are also more susceptible to clinical depression. Okay. It's actually maybe not happier. Um, November born have the lowest depression rates. June, July, and August born uh, have some of the same hyperthymic characteristics as spring born, but that can be offset by cyclothymia, rapid cycling between high and low moods. August, yes. You're hearing some serious words here. I am. Yeah, I'm getting to it. Um, August born are the lowest for being diagnosed as bipolar. Uh, people born in the fall not only enjoy low levels of depression, but similarly, um, they're less likely to develop bipolar disorder. But autumn born can display a tendency to uh, ir irritability. This is a lot. Yeah. And some of them seem contradictory. Yeah, well, again, there's, Which is also there's being actually, taken from over the world. Yeah, and, yeah it's, again, it's a, where are you born? I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm from San Antonio. We don't really have winter. We don't. It's just hot. It's, it's, it's Christmas. You walk out, it's 80 degrees, and you're sweating. Um, there are no sweaters there. Uh, <laughs> that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's really sad. I know. Um, so that's going to be different than someone who's coming from, like, Alaska. Uh, so winter birth dates are higher in levels of schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, SADS, and depression, but are less irritable than those born in the fall. Great. Great. Incredible. All right, so those are just, um, I only mention that because, again, uh, even though the planets themselves are not having a scientific influence on us when we're born, it's possible that, and I wouldn't even say this firmly, but we notice patterns, right? So, so way back then when this was constructed, people might have noticed that people born under certain stars, stars that were also signifying a change in the season that could lead to some certain behavioral developments just because of real, real things on the earth affecting us in real time with those real seasons. And so we can kind of, even though astrology itself does not directly influence personality, you can kind of see how just time and season and place correlating, how those can start to resonate with each other. Mm -hmm. I think it would be hard to discern all that, like without doing it in a study though. Which right. Is again, again, astrology. I'm not saying. Like, I don't think they figured it out and then build astrology around that. Is what I'm saying. I I don't think they figured it out either. I At think all. they noticed some patterns. Right. Yeah. And made some shit up. Just some intuitive patterns yeah. based off something that was really happening. But yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't think yeah. they did that. <laughs> like, I'm saying I don't think they correctly noticed. I I bet. <laughs> I don't think they correctly noticed patterns. Maybe not. I bet they did. They noticed some patterns. We're not saying you're correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're clearly... I just want to be clear <laughs> about my opinions. You're very clear, Curtis. Curtis was born during the fall. Um. <laughs> I don't... I don't okay. remember why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, that sounded savage, but I can't remember yeah. if it was... It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about um, you guys and your relationship to astrology, um, oh, including okay. Curtis, who hates it. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I think I've made my relationship yeah, to astrology yeah. pretty clear. So when did you first hear about your sun sign? 
Uh, That's your primary sign. I don't know. You're I mean, Scorpio. I know. You're Scorpio. I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know it's my. I'm Scorpio. I don't know when I first heard about it when I was a kid. And I, I just remember thinking I was like, I was the scorpion. I thought the scorpion was the coolest because it was a, actually Dope. a cool scorpion and not like some stupid goat or something. <laughs> and and when I was, I was hey. a little boy. Hey. For one thing, hey. I was like a nine-year-old hey. boy, and so these were the thoughts going through my head. And I thought the scorpion was cool. I actually felt the same because I am the lion. And I was really happy because I like cats. The the goat has a fucking mermaid tail. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Brandon, do you want to talk about when you learned you were a Capricorn? No one that to me. Until just now. (laughs) I I don't even know about that. Until I I don't believe you. It's true. (laughs) Marina, back me up. Backed up 100%. Yeah. It is absolutely. It's real, bro. uh, And it's cool. Scorpions have... Scorpions have a stingy, pointy tail, and that's cooler. And they have little pinchers that go pinch, pinch, and they go stab, pinch, pinch, stab. Their pinchers are pretty cool. Yeah, it, uh, it's scorpions are dope. Yeah, you're right. Not as dope as goats, billy goats with uh, mermaid tails. Anyway, I have no idea. <laughs> I've definitely heard the word uh, Capricorn. Mm-hmm throughout my life, but I don't think that I really ascribed any meaning to it, because it seems silly. Right, you haven't I, really I, taken this seriously. And I Considered it, it maybe much at all until very recently. Yes, correct. Um, and at this point, I think it's just because I'm surrounded by fools like you, who are just wow. like... <laughs> just that was really, an example of a horn sign. Just, <laughs> uh, just really intense about it. A horn sign. Did you know you're a horn sign? Brandon? No, that's actually the first time I've heard garbage like that. What do you mean? It's just signs with horns. You're a billy goat. You got some horns. You're a horn sign. Right. Um, you're a so, so. Uh, oh, my God. Aries, um, Capricorn, Stars, it all points to a, a certain level a of pincher, stubbornness. A, a pincher sign. I have little pinchers. Every time I see something about um, Scorpio, <laughs> they preface it with that story of the scorpion and the frog. God, I'm so tired of that story. The, the, the frog is like, I want to get across this. I'll help the you scorp- across. No, and the scorpion wants to go across. Frog's like, sure, but wait. Yeah, the frog helps the scorpion across, and the scor- and, and frog's like, don't stab me, bro. And <laughs> the scorpion's like, so I won't. Sorry, bro, gotta stab you, and stabs him. Well, no, but he, they first yeah, agree that the scorpion won't. Right, 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 right. But then he's like, and sorry, bro, I gotta stab you, and then they both die. And then they both die, yes. <laughs> Thanks for telling the story again. I did mention I didn't want to hear it again. But I guess for the audience. Yeah, well, yeah. Plus, I wasn't real sure. I don't think they... You did it great. I haven't heard it that often. If anyone had not heard that story before, they still do not understand. There's Let a me scorpion, and he's like, sorry, I'm stabbing <laughs> you. And he stabs the frog, and they both drown. Some people, to quote the Dark Knight, <laughs> just want to watch the world burn. Some people just want to stab you, stab. So I'm Brandon. really sorry that I quoted the Dark Knight. I'm not that person. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That was a long time ago. We've moved past it. It's over. I prefer, to call that, I prefer to call that movie The Stabby Scorpion. <laughs> there are no scorpions in that film. We're moving what past this right about? now. We're talking no, Scorpion we're, Man. We're go- so, Marina, uh, <laughs> Marina just did the... We, we got we to gotta get back on track. So, I, uh, yeah, until very recently, did not really develop a relationship with this idea that I was a Capricorn. Uh, something that is often said about Capricorns is that they are work oriented, <laughs> which is like the goddamn opposite of me. I right. avoid work at all right. costs. You are a mystery to me every day. Sometimes I just 
just trying to figure out actually, how that makes sense for you. And, and actually, like, uh, the Virgo sign also has some interest in work. Virgo's a little so, different, though, and you are Virgo. Yeah, like, I'm I super told, Virgo. I very just see ba- that. Based on my chart. Um, but and I still think that it's like the work or it's very you're, strange. You're a rising I, Virgo, right? Uh, rising and moon. Yeah. <laughs> I um I had to give a fake time for Curtis's, but I remembered the exact hour because it is a spooky hour. Um, and so the rising that he gave me was Virgo, and I thought that was hilarious because you're both rising Virgos, and, and, rising and I can Virgos. see that. But I might just be wrong because I don't have the exact time. It changes. We've gone back to talking about astrology as though it's a real thing. Right, right. <laughs> moving on. Um. <laughs> but why are you asking us about our relationship to our signs? Uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what this has to do with um, k- kind of how it has been a presence around you. Sure. And maybe what that means for the modern day and what your exposure has been. So I, another thing I would say then in light of that is um, I've always seen horoscopes. Yeah. And so even though I didn't really understand what like the traits were for Capricorn, they, those horoscopes in like the newspaper mm. or whatever always have the dates on. You them. looked at the. So I looked at the dates sometimes mm-hmm. when I was growing up. I would look at like my horoscope like on the internet or yeah. in the newspaper, and I would read it and I go, "What?" <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't read it like closely enough or often enough to really like build like a a relationship with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, an understanding. Yeah. Um, Mostly, so, I just thought it was bullshit. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, those newspaper horoscopes really don't have anything to offer in my opinion um but we'll talk more about that later um so my first exposure to it was much like curtis i was very young i found out the correlation of my sign to my birthday it was a leo and i was so excited because i really loved cats and lions are cool to this day lions are one of my favorite big cats and i love the lion king um (laughs) i just (laughs) it's just one of those things you're like this is neat um and so i'd think about it sometimes maybe look at a horoscope it didn't mean much um, the first time I started to actually think about it and my relationship to it was probably when I was in high school and I was just doing compatibility tests. I was just crushes. about to say, I, I, I was just about to say this, yes! Because <laughs> I was because desperate! Like, I yeah, wanted absolutely. the universe to tell yes. me, yeah, you yes. would be so fucking great yes. together. I needed validation. <sighs> and so that was the first time I started to at least at least a little bit pay attention to my sign and the, and the th- signs of people around me. And that situation is really <laughs> like perfect for astrology because you maybe don't know the person super well, but you know their sign. And so you yes. can just go like, maybe they're like this and I don't know anything <laughs> about them, but we're a great match based on this thing I typed Found some stuff up, into yep. on the internet. Yep. Did you like present these tests to your No! Oh, <laughs> Here, look, we're <laughs> together. The tests are also very wrong. It would be actually funnier if you approached, if someone, well, so say you're walking around in school and someone approaches you and hands you a piece of paper and says, according to this test, we would not be good together. <laughs> I you know, know, I saw you across the hall one time and I was like, wow, but I did this and now I think, bad news, we gotta stop yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. There was one test I took that said, you two would be great together. Um, and that, that was a lie. Um, anytime I see... Leos and Geminis are great together. I just get furious. Um, 
another test that I took basically said that, oh yeah, you would be meh with this person. And it was a meh relationship. The thing was right. Another one said, don't pursue this relationship because there's a chance you can get really fucked up. And I said, that's okay. And then I got really fucked up. <laughs> so <laughs> two out of three were accurate. Uh, not that this is real. Um, one of the questions... <laughs> I was about to drop the hammer, but you did it for us. <laughs> One of the questions I had on here was um, how much you say you feel about astrology, but I think we know that. I think we well covered that early in the episode. I don't know. I don't know how Brandon feels. Brandon, about how do you feel about astrology? Uh, so I I think that it is a, an ancient collection of ideas about hu- how humans interact, and it can be interesting to place yourself against that backdrop. But mm-hmm. that it does not proper properly like yield much information about you as an individual, and so it can be kind of an interesting pastime. But it's not, and 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 you might learn something about yourself by putting placing yourself against this backdrop. But it's not because of the backdrop; it's because of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. I do. You might just happen. You you might like, happen into a revelation about yourself just right. by comparing yourself to some other shit. Like you could yes. open the horoscopes Which, one day, and it might say. Get your shit together, and you're like, you know what, I do need. To. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and if you need to get your shit together, wherever you hear that message is good. A right. plus. Yeah, net positive. Yeah, yeah. But it's not because of the horse. Yeah, that's how I feel so, about astrology. So the reason why I was specifically and it would probably be better to read a book instead. Wow, rude. Um. So, <laughs> so the reason why I asked you Novel guys specifically behavior. Novelty. Novel. I said novelty. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a novelty. You did, you did say novelty. We're, but the we're riffing. Novelty we're, is novel. We're right. riffing. You're riffing. He oh, okay. In the moment, I and thought then we're riffing. Again. I got worried that we're I literally riffing. see. I wasn't sure. Riffing. Is that riffing. how you say that word? Novelty. Novelty. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. Riffing we're done. We're done saying novelty. <laughs> but by the way, I hate the word novelty. I, I like. I know what it means, but really, really, what the fuck does novelty mean? Like, kind of like uncanny, right? Because at no, the grocery store, novelty, like the popsicles are know. labeled novelty. Like, what the fuck do you mean popsicles like, are novelty? It's They're like a dozen, fun. Right? No, but it's like it's, fun. It's like it's no, like retro. No, I'm not. I'm not here for it. <laughs> also, I just want to clarify. I was not saying that uncanny means novelty. I was just saying uncanny also is a dumb. Word. Yeah, uncanny oh. also means novelty. Yeah. Oh. I like that word. Anyways, so the reason why I asked you guys about how you feel about astrology and kind of your your experience with it and how it's come across to you uh, is because you guys are millennials. As am I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so... Um, are there studies about how millennials yes. generally feel about astrology? Can Not how they feel. So, so I was trying to find a statistic of the population now that subscribes to astrology in at least some way. Okay. Uh, all I could find were statistics that asked Americans if they believed astrology was a science, which again... You know what? Not, think, not a good way to phrase it. that question. Right, we, we covered it. Um... Not a great way. Like, that That question doesn't mean a lot. Um, but the results were anywhere from 45% to 60% of Americans saying yes. <laughs> Again, I don't like this question. It's not a good question. Okay, like, but wait. It also makes me angry. So, yes. so they may have been <laughs> as, trying to find out how many people, like, 
ascribe to astrology, but what they asked was how many people think it's a science. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. It's depressing that... I know, I yeah. It's <laughs> like, we can ascribe to it, but we don't need to think it's a science. Exactly. Um, and so, so I, I couldn't find any statistic as far as enjoying or subscribing to astrology in some way, only that. Uh, but basically, it is very popular along um, among millennials. Uh, and so... Uh, is that because it's some fake bullshit? We're gonna... <laughs> it is wow, the, what it, was that? You just... Do millennials like, like fake bullshit? Do we? we? We like a lot of other... Yes, do we? I, I don't... I, but it seems popular. Like it seems really popular, like on Tumblr and uh, various yeah. internet places. Like it, it is. I, I, um, I'm often surprised at like how many people seem to ascribe to it. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that we are not like a very moral generation. I'm just saying that the Marvel movies are really popular. <laughs> They're like really popular, and I love them more than anyone else I, in this room. So I'm like. I, I not, feel I'm like on myself here too. When I was when I was young, when I was maybe like thirteen or fourteen, I felt like, man, our generation is going to be like so much better and smarter. And I've been consistently <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> okay, uh, since that time, I, yeah, I realized that actually I really just like myself more than wow. I like my generation. I wish my generation was more like me, and it's not. It's just like people, That's because generations are also mostly kind of like. Fudgery, like you're still kind of making shit up about <laughs> generations. Anyway, it's just sort of people. So like, right? Yeah, I, I we don't have to talk about millennials right now. I, I guess. Well, we are talking do, about millennials uh, right now. Um, so I think <laughs> she, she wants to talk about millennials. Okay, yeah, let me talk. <laughs> she was just like, let's talk about astrology. We're like, you don't. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> you're right. Uh, so uh, millennials are great. We just like a lot of fake bullshit also. We are millennials, so we're we're yeah. we're just fine. We're just us. It is what it is. Um so I'm I, I think I'm gonna say her name wrong and I feel so bad. <laughs> I have just never seen this. Um I think it's Kali Bozeman, um, senior editor at Broadly, uh, says traffic for the site's horoscopes has grown really exponentially. Um, Stella Bugby, the president and editor, senior in chief of the cut says a typical horoscope post on the site got 150% more traffic in 2017 than the year before. And so it's basically had this really recent just upsurge in its popularity and the attention that it's getting um, and just it being in our lives. And so there's basically been uh, two periods where astrology um, was really at its height uh, in its popularity. So that was now. And it was also the 1960s and 1970s. So do you guys remember what was going on in the, that time? Do you remember your history lessons? Uh, <laughs> you're going to ask me if I remember what was happening in the 60s and 70s? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so just to recap. <laughs> uh, how about that one? <laughs> gotcha. Uh, hippies. Yeah, there were hippies. hippies. There was the Vietnam War. There was hippies the Cultural Revolution. Hippies because of the Vietnam War and Cultural Revolution. People were starting to turn against the government and realize yeah. hey, yeah. not every war is a good war just because America is starting it and maybe we shouldn't be doing these things. Maybe there is something fucked up with our foreign yeah. policies. 
Right, and there's also um, social progressions going on. So this is when Kennedy got elected, and that was a big deal because, uh, first of all, he was the youngest president, um, but I believe he was also Catholic. He was. And that was yes. like a not good thing back in the time. It was like, was it's little... just like most, most presidents have been Protestant, I think. Yeah. Right. Which is a, a weird statistic. Anyway. Right, and he was a young Catholic um, Democratic president, which was just significant. Wild. Wild, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, we also had the Cuban Missile Crisis. We all thought we were going to die from nuclear war. Um, another we thing, did. yep. Another thing going on in the 1960s was some nerd pop culture emerging. So that was uh, when we got the first episode of Doctor Who, first episode of Star Trek, and that's when the Spider-Man comics began to draw. Um, there's also a lot of tension going on between communism versus capitalism. Uh, <laughs> 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 there were uh, the Stonewall riots at this time, so queer culture emerging into the light. Um, again, there's a lot of tension, protesting, some violence. Yeah. And then, of course, we also had the civil rights movement, and so we saw the rise of uh, Martin Luther King, uh, demand for some equality. Um, and then we had the assassination of Martin Luther King and Kennedy in this decade. Uh, and so then, going on from there into the 1970s, uh, you had the, Kate stint, uh, the Kent State shooting, where the National Guard opened fire on unarmed protesting students. Uh, there was the election of Nixon, <laughs> contrasted. Hi. Yep, contrasted to Kennedy. Uh, there was that whole Watergate scandal, Nixon uh, getting involved in some shit that he absolutely... Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. Some corrupt bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had Roe versus Wade, so women having to fight for the right to choose to not have children, um, even fighting just for the right to have access to contraception. Uh, and we we're also having a digital revolution. So this is when we had the first video game with commercial success, the first computer games. This is when Apple and Microsoft emerged. Uh, we were getting popularity of the home computer, email, and HBO introduced first cable subscription service. Home box office is what HBO stands for. Ah. Um, <laughs> film quality Thank you, on your television is what is their pitch. Thank you, Brandon. Right. Game of Thrones. You just stopped millions of our listeners <laughs> from Googling HBO. You just saved so many people so much time. Thank you. Wait. More than a million people. Millions of people listen to us. <laughs> Upsetting. Because I am doing it in this manner. <laughs> anyway, uh, go on. So maybe you can see some similarities between those times and now. Uh, rapid change, proliferation of technology, tide changes, and um, right, trust in government, and... And also right, tension between the government, tension between the establishment, um, people demanding better rights for themselves, um, right. minority yeah. speaking yeah. out and saying, hey, we are also people, uh, just a lot yeah, of... Yeah, just like being fed up with the way shit's going on. Yeah, and, and shit, like also shit. being fucking wild, like... <laughs> and like, I'm down for that, but like, we gotta remember science, y'all. Y'all, we gotta yeah. remember science. Hi I don't think anyone said we, we don't have to. I know, but all these people go into astrology. Y'all, you gotta remember yeah. science. So yeah. you're science trying, was you're there for you when you fucking existed. <laughs> you exist when because of science. Came into <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't exist because of astrology. <laughs> I, these, these are real thoughts. These make sense. 
You're doing like a Kanye moment yeah. like on the Hurricane <laughs> Katrina charity. George Bush doesn't care about science. That's true. Hashtag true. Too many people don't care about science. He doesn't care about um. science or black people. <laughs> science created black people. <laughs> a false statement. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that is not true. So, so <laughs> that, another... That didn't sound the way I meant it to <laughs> It is okay, Curtis. Also, speaking of black people, great movie in, in theaters right now. Sorry to bother you. Go see it. It's amazing. I'm doing a plug right now. It's so good. I am doing a plug. I'm done now. Also, uh, Spike Lee has a new film called uh, Black Klansman. Go watch that too. I haven't seen it, but I bet it's good. Anyway, and it was made by science. You know what? <laughs> science did make film possible. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that so, is true. That is a true statement. <laughs> so then, so then, and now, um, you couldn't really trust the government. There was a lot of wars happening. We all thought we were gonna surely die from some fucking nuclear thing going off at us. Right. Uh, uh, nuclear right. holocaust was a yeah. real fear during. Yeah, yeah, the police were a threat to the American people. Same. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, just a lot of a lot of big things happening, and and yes, again, a lot of <coughs> rapid political shifts and movements. Um, so basically, that's all to say that we are really stressed the fuck out. Sure. We were so yeah. stressed. <laughs> yeah. These are these are hard times. Um, and so a study done in 1982 by psychologist Graham Tyson found that people who consult astrologers did so in response to stressors in their lives, particularly stress linked to the individual social roles and to his or her relationships. Under, Just under like kind of, you, you, you see someone across the hall and you got a crush on them and you don't know if you're compatible. Right. Someone, Same, please yeah. fucking tell me. Right. So under conditions of high stress, the individual is prepared to use astrology as a coping device, even though under low stress conditions, he does not believe in it. According to the American Psych Psychological Association survey data, since 2014, millennials have been the most stressed generation, and also the generation most likely to say that their stress has increased in the past year since 2010. Millennials and Gen Xers have been significantly more stressed than older generations since 2012. Americans as a whole have seen increased stress because of the political um, climate since 2016 presidential election. The 2017 edition of the ABA survey found that 63% of Americans said they were significantly stressed about their country's future. 56% of people said reading the news stresses them out and millennials and Gen Xers were significantly more likely than older people to say so. So this is all to say that there are some things happening right now in our political climate that influences generations as a whole to turn to more unorthodox methods to cope. Astrology, Marvel movies, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> Um, the Young Turks uh, did this this really hilarious, <clears throat> irritating and hilarious episode about um, millennials turning to witchcraft and astrology, and so mm. yeah, basically I can see how that might yeah yeah. So there's a rise, 
they, they noted the rise in astrology um, and witchcraft. And so they're just kind of trying to figure out, like, why? What does this mean? What is this saying? Um, and basically what it comes down to is that there is an establishment, traditional methods that are no longer working to serve the people. And so then younger people are turning towards these other methods um, over traditional religion because those systems have failed them. And astrology um, and things like witchcraft uh, are more like a DIY spirituality in that they are made to serve each individual and be more adaptable to their needs. That sounds right. Yeah. So it's really malleable. It's very it, malleable. Which makes it it's more individual. To them. Because again, again, astrology is not a well, it's not a science, it's not literal, and there's no overarching force or presence. There's no president of astrology <laughs> telling you what you can and cannot do. So you can nitpick things all you want, you can um, leave what you don't like, you can take what you do like, and, and it's, it's, it's just scores. It's a little <laughs> troubling though, right? Like, so I, I, I don't see anything wrong with moving away from traditional like uh, lifestyles or whatever because maybe their conception is bad, but moving to something that is so malleable that you can make it just you also maybe isn't good. Why? And the reason that's troubling is because <laughs> it's linked to the concept of objectivity and the, and the concept of reality. And so they're taking this thing, claiming that it is reflective of reality, but they are just molding it so that it fits their worldview. And they are claiming, and so what they're basically doing is they're claiming that their worldview is objective fact and they're using astrology as a method of doing so. I would I mirror th I some think, of concerns, but Yeah, I ahead. think you guys are, are putting some things on it that aren't We're projecting. There. Please yeah. tell us how. Well, again, you're, you're saying putting something on reality. I don't think anyone is putting anything on reality. Um, and that's because uh, millennials have a really unique way of using and understanding astrology. Uh, that is not the same way that previous generations did. So, Say more about that. So millennials, for the most part, do not literally believe mm -hmm. astrology is real. Of course. And it's and it's a it's a con it's a contradiction of ideas that they hold at the same time. So which we the do planets, a lot. Yes, we, we do. do. We're, we're a really yeah. great generation. Yeah. Which might at, be part of why that. we're so stressed out. Maybe. But so yeah. so someone like myself can very easily say like. Um, uh, you know, I'm a Scorpio rising, so I come off as a bitch whenever I walk into a place, and that's, like, why I'm so quiet. I don't like to make eye contact and just, eh. Um, but also, astrology is not real. Like, those planets didn't do anything. There is no literal force on my personality or how it's being presented. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and again, the, the thing with DIY spirituality is just you're going there to get your... It's, it's a psychological need. It's not, it's not having... You know, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna go on a crusade for it. You're not gonna tell someone, no, you have to believe in this thing this way, and this thing has to be done according to this way. It's just a personal inner coping me uh, me mechanism. Um, but moving past that, there is another reason why millennials like astrology. I could just ask you to list things that millennials like, but. Uh, <laughs> we would be here for <laughs> too long, and we would uh, have two, three very different lists. So, so think, it is. Also. We we would. Uh, so it is related to kind of this uh, uh, technological rising. Um, basically, astrology fits really well into memes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So one quote I found um, from an article from the Atlantic states, astrology expresses complex ideas about personality, life cycles, and relationship patterns through the shorthand of planets and zodiac symbols. That shorthand works well online where symbols and shorthand are often baked into communication. Right. And so you're saying that you had seen a lot of these astrological things happening up on Tumblr. Yeah, and they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. I follow a meme astrology posting Instagram. Um, and so yeah, it's just, in the in the day and age, you've kind of used it just to communicate. I don't even know what, like there's, <laughs> like you can find like the signs, it's like Harry Potter houses, the signs, this type of cats, superpowers, um, whatever it is. Uh, I actually just went on Tumblr and I typed in astrology and I found a list of uh, astrological signs as Disney characters. Yeah. Who we got? Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Where is Leo, Gaston, Simba, wow. Evil Queen, yes. Beast Prince, Adam, Mary Poppins. That was all Leo? There was a few more. I stopped because it's quite extensive. But those are all Leos. Those are all Leos. Yeah. I agreed with all of those. This is cut short. Huh. Okay, well, it doesn't have you guys. Um, let's oh, see. Yes. I know. Uh, Ari's is uh, Jasmine, Mulan, Hercules, Tarzan, Tinkerbell, wow. Wow. Queen of Hearts. Wow. <laughs> Tinkerbell does not have a personality. She doesn't even talk. Girl, How dare you? She sure shit does. She does? Yes. I thought she didn't talk. Okay. Okay, the zodiac signs. The zodiac signs as quotes. These aren't we'll, we'll, even specific we'll quotes. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio, <laughs> a single lie discovered is enough to create doubt in every truth expressed. Capricorn, don't underestimate the seductive power of a decent vocabulary. Wow. I don't even know Call where those quotes came Hashtag from, but. <laughs> the signs. I would never say something like that, but it is something I act in my daily life. The signs is my favorite things to watch. Leo, RuPaul's Drag Race. That that sits right. Scorpio, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn, Orange is the New Black. Oh, I don't Stop. like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is. <laughs> so basically, astrology fits really well into ship posting, and it's also really great because you can instantly relate to anything. Like, I would have never necessarily thought of relating to Simba, but now that I know I'm a Leo and someone's saying Wait, he's a Leo. Wait, what the fuck? You never. That's a lie! Absolutely <laughs> did! You saw Simba on that screen! Also, like, you saw Rafiki holding his ass up and you were like, that's me! You're right. It's a huge cop out to just be like, Leo. Uh, the Simba's lion a Leo. is a Leo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, the lion's a Leo. Uh, okay, but Mufasa was a Virgo. Mufasa. I bet he was actually a Leo. I bet you're lying. I bet, I bet somewhere I'm else lying? someone said, oh, <laughs> did you just do yeah, that? Yeah, don't, don't do that. Did you just do that? You just sat there and you were like, I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah, don't I'm do that. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, Hang on. Sorry, we are having some technical you're, you're, She's bonging her computer. Issues. Her computer's going bong, bong. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, so Nicholas Campon? Camp a historian of astrology points out that the question of whether people believe in astrology is both impossible to answer and not really a useful question to ask. People may say they don't believe in astrology, but still identify with their zodiac sign. Uh, they may read their horoscope, but that doesn't change their behavior based on what it says. There's more nuance than the statistic allows. 
like you're saying about us holding two contradictory things at once. Right. In regards to our consuming astrology and also not believing in astrology at all. Correct, yeah. And so Annabelle Gatt, uh, the, act, the staff astrologer at Broadly, which is actually a huge site. I think I mentioned before, I don't really like newspaper horoscopes. They're very vague. They never have anything useful. Um, hers is a little more flushed out and a little more introspective. It actually gives you some useful things to do, like why don't you think about uh, the way that you hold your anger and how that comes out and how that affects others around you because Mars is doing this wild shit tonight. And so it doesn't matter that Mars is doing this wild shit. Annabelle's just saying, hey, take a minute <laughs> and think about these elements that are going on in your life. And so you mean um, she's adapting her content to the thing that people actually come to horoscopes for, which is life advice. Well, no. Well, she says I'm literally just reading the stars as they are. She doesn't really put any personality or flavor on it. She's I just see. saying yeah. this is what the stars are. These are because again, the planets represent aspects of your life, right? Mars is anger. Um, uh, some. Mars okay. is anger. Mars. Yep, yep. Pluto's death and rebirth. I know that one. Um, <laughs> and so she's just saying, hey, look at these, these things going on in your life. Um, and so uh, what she says here is we take astrology very seriously, but we also don't necessarily believe in it because it's a tool for, for self-reflection. It's not a religion or a science. It is just a way to look at the world and a way to think about things. I don't know what that means, though. Like, we don't believe in it. We don't use it predictably. <laughs> we just use it to look at the world. What does that so, mean? Yeah, it's like so, what I was saying before about how I feel about it, where I don't really ascribe to it, but I But do. that's clearly not their perspective. They run an astrology website. Their perspective <laughs> is not, it's all fake and we're just having some fun. Well, but she I'm reads not... the stars. She yeah. can't and I sit do... here and cop out and say she doesn't believe in it. So she I doesn't believe it. She's just that. doing it according to what the stars are in position. It's a, it's okay, a, it's a game. Yeah, Brandon. I, I wonder about the mechanism by which she reads the stars. What do you mean? Like how, how does she do it? It's just whatever planet is in whatever. Um, but how does she area of the sky? gather that information? We went over this in the first episode. I, <laughs> are you like, saying how does she know what's going on in the does sky? She, does she, she have, use a telescope? Yeah, so or actually, does she have an app or a I super computer or what? So it's very easy in the modern day and age to figure out exactly yeah. where a planet is at any time, which is also maybe why it's so popular with millennials, because it's, it's a lot easier to do now. Like it's way things. more accessible. You yeah. don't have to sit down and do a chart and do this complicated math and all this conversions and figure out what the green witch time is over here and then flip that back to I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you just said. You, you just stepped into another plane of existence for a second. I Plain green we, witch time? What do you mean? Green green witch time. Oh, green witch time. time. Okay, we, oh, Greenwich. Greenwich. I see. Okay, yes. What? I don't know. I don't really know. This, I think oh, okay. I think it's Greenwich. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So, it's, yes, it's, yes, it's super so, easy to do. Okay. I have an app on my phone that is constantly telling me what planet is moving into where. Well, and, like, no wonder you're so degrees. fucking stressed out, Marina. I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> you just haven't, you, like, you have something telling you where the planets are at all times. Yeah. 
So, so kind of, um, I don't know if this is going to answer what Chris's is that question. Called? I don't know. I'll okay, have fine, to go sorry, look go for ahead, it. Ahead, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it when we're, when we're closing down. Um, so the, so, so a social cognitive science at Brown University, um, whose name I am not going to fucking pronounce. Bertram. Oh, it's just Bertram. Bertram. Um, <laughs> says... Let me state first that I consider astrology a cultural or psychological phenomenon, not a scientific one, but full-fledged astrology that goes beyond newspaper-style sun sign horoscopes provides a powerful vocabulary to capture not only personality and temperament, but also life's challenges and opportunities. To the extent that one simply learns the vocabulary, it may be appealing as a rich way of representing, not explaining or predicting, human experiences and life events and identifying some possible paths of coping and so i found another similar quote from cafe astrology which is one of the the more popular um astrology sites we can use uh psychological tools and terminology to explore human behavior similarly uh, similar uh astrology gives us rich tools for understanding human character and offers us a language for communicating our observations with others I understand this point of, like, uh, like astrology talks about, like, real types of people. You know, like, there are really greedy people, there are really, like, oppressive people, whatever, yada yada. Like, like I understand that, and, th and that's fair. Like, if you just study astrology a lot, then you will learn about lots of different types of people, because mm -hmm. that astrology talks about that a lot, and that might just help you in life to know about those kinds of people. And, and that's, that's fair and reasonable. Um, I still think the astrology website claiming, like, you just gotta kind of like just go with it. It's kind of like you just read the opening line. You're like, just go with it. It's it's fine. Like you could just read about personality types. Like why do you, you need to try? And people stars? do. Yeah, I and, mean, and look, people. Do. do you? Most people know their. Most millennials know their Harry Potter house. The most useless thing to maybe know, right? Pretty sure I'm a Ravenclaw. You. Right, I think we, yeah. What were you, Kurt? Oh. I don't oh. know my Harry Potter house for the same reasons I don't ascribe. No, we already decided Curtis this. Is this is absolutely Curtis Slytherin. Is Slytherin. Scorpio Slytherin. Slytherin. Green's my favorite. I think Scorpio. That's the only reason I haven't fought against that. <laughs> just, just like I think scorpions are cool, which is why I don't. Like, let me tell you. I'm pretty salty about astrology, but if I was like some fucking goat, I'd be a lot more pissed about this. <laughs> Sometimes I love how Goats much. Goats are so dope. Don't you know those videos? Goats like are kind of dope. those mountains. But they're not as cool as scorpions. <laughs> scorpions are just like glass beings that have been. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I love right. how much you hate astrology because you fit so well into your signs. And like every time. And I know that only reads you for It's not only. But it's amazing. Curtis, you shot me a look that was so. So. So salty. I, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen that much salt on you. That's just what like anyone who says anything against astrology, the astrologers are always like, that's exactly what you were. <laughs> that, and that's such bullshit. Like There's definitely people that don't act like what their church Again, it's not it's not <laughs> see, real! Like, I know! I concede! Wow, it's, it's like going in to get your fortune a, tell and you're like, I'm not really in this and she's into this and she's like, I knew you would say 
Yeah. You walk in and you're wearing a yellow shirt. And she's like, I knew you would wear a yellow shirt. Like, so she knew. So again, um, so it just it just gives one tools to express something, and it's useful because it's a universal tool, right? People understand what you're saying when you're like, I'm a Leo, I'm a this. They have, I, I mean, they they're not gonna have. Certainly, you can have a very, very shallow understanding of it, for example, um, just the sun signs. But it gives an opportunity to dig digger into it if you're interested. And also... You said to dig digger. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes my brain splits in half and it's like one part of me is piloting and the other part is just... (laughs) going on and they're not yeah. always they're not always syncing up to see what the other is doing <laughs> another example of like uh of like astrology giving you like a a language used to describe like real life is the word saternine which oh. just means very serious and unhappy uh and, and it just means like it's the first definition word. is born under or influenced astrologically by the planet saturn that's cool. Um, and but but we've taken that word and sort of like mean okay, it just means you're like sad. Sure. Yeah. 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 To be Saturnine. I'm gonna say this uh, in a public sphere. Saturnine will be the name of the first story and or chapter of whatever book. I Another read. plug. Another champ. Brandon. Bra- For the future. Brandon. <laughs> I'm gonna say this in a public sphere right now. Saturnine will be the name of Brandon's first child. <laughs> That's easy because I'm never going to have children. But if you do, Saturnine. There you go. We, we got to bl- burn this podcast down. This will be millions of people will listen to this. Um, episode 70 whatever, the uh, lost episode. This is not episode 70. Um, I said something. something. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so, okay. so millennials... I mean, I mean, humans as a whole really like ascribing themselves to things. I think it's part of our tribe mentality, but I also think it's, um, you know, it's, it's part of our, our pattern recognition. I think that really gets us in trouble sometimes when we're seeing patterns that aren't Ooh. there. Right. But in yeah. this case, it's a, it's a little harmless, especially because, again, um, I think most millennials understand it's not a literal science. It's, it's just this weird holding of it's not real, but also um, I'm going to go about this thing because venus is in the the second house of my and i think like the literal mechanics of how astrology supposedly works like with the planets whatnot is Mm -hmm. very removed from like the popular understanding of it i think people just like oh i like having names for personality traits and they They don't really care about or know about that's fine because you can just enjoy it for those memes Uh, like the myers Briggs test (laughs) exactly yeah yeah Yeah. which is like no nothing are you I'm asking sorry. him what his thing is? Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm an INT something. I'm an INFJ. Um, a, a. Uh, but like, but but like Myers Briggs similarly has like I don't know, not not a lot of like clout anymore. But um, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Okay. I lost my train of thought That's because fine. Brandon interrupted me. I'm so sorry. Again. I'm now taking out my anger on Brandon. If people, if it has people. Been taken out on <laughs> People will latch on to anything. Like, before astrology was popular, um, I think the Harry Potter houses were more popular. Um, I am a Gryffindor, obviously, because I'm a Leo. You just picked that because it's lion. No, I didn't! 
That was the weakest denial I've ever heard in my whole life. No, I didn't. Oh, what? What house is Simba? Oh, I bet he's Gryffindor. Obviously, he's Gryffindor. Huh. I wonder why. I wonder why. Probably because he's a lion. And, and you know who? You know what? Do you, you know watch the Discovery like? Channel? You see some lions, and you're like, man, look, they're all in house That's Gryffindor. <laughs> they would be. They would. Um. <laughs> Well, Scar would be Slytherin. Well, he literally no, he's not green a snake. fire come out of the ground like he's bad. He's I'm sorry, a snake, is Draco a, a snake? Yes, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know Harry Potter, but he's a snake, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I don't know why she was throwing that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter is one of the biggest franchises in human history. Yeah. So just like fucking, he knows it's a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, 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 I think that's, I think that's... We're coming to a close. That's we're coming to a close. Um, um, so okay. to sum it up, um, basically the way I understand it, and the way I use it, uh, astrology is just a psychological game, um, and it's a system for naming traits and patterns around us, and then we're using that <coughs> to extrapolate further to determine insight in the situation, relationship, or whatever else is going on in our life. Um... So it's not, again, not literal, just take a moment to think about this thing and maybe how it interacts with this other thing going on. Mm-hmm. And whether or not, I mean, sometimes it's going to be really resonant, and sometimes it's just going to not be. Yeah. And it's... Because <laughs> it's just randomness. Right. It is, it, but it's, it's structured randomness. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's, it's structured. It's not a good structure. You could do you could do like you could do similarly well if you bought a book of random good life advice and just read a page every day, yeah. and or, you'd get some good advice. Or every day. A, but, a book of good collected memes? short stories. But what about they the produce memes? one once a year? It's called the Best American Short Stories 2016. Oh God, I have two of those sitting on my fucking shelf. I know they're actually I, not that great, yeah, but they... but it's a good place to start. <laughs> like if you don't read enough, it's a good place to start. This it's is not bad literature. Instead read? of Instead of believing in astrology, you should just read more books. Yeah. You're right. Yes. And I should delete Twitter off my phone. <laughs> and you should delete, take your phone, throw it in the garbage, <laughs> go live in the forest and read a book and and just do that. I don't think I would be happier if in the forest, but I do think I'd books? be happier if I deleted Twitter off my What phone. if it's astrology books? It's not. Mm. Bad. There are, there are no, don't do that. There are no astrology well, There are no they, astrology they do books. Exist, but you I do have a book called The Only... The only astrology book you'll ever need. And keep it on. Is the this show. episode of Mulder Was Right? In yeah! the previous episode of Mulder Was Right. Thanks for joining us, guys. I hope this was at least semi entertaining. I don't know if you would have learned anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anyone comes to this podcast to learn things. <laughs> and if you're coming to this podcast to learn things, um, we're sorry. You should perhaps. Uh, Expect to learn less things. You should lower your, <laughs> your standard of learning. Um, but continue to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Please. Okay. These are That was your... a nice save. Is there anything else? No. Nope, Any I think other we plugs? Can say the words okay, now. We're... Okay. So this has been um, your host, Marina. Uh, remember, Leos are amazing. Gemini's are terrible. I hate hey, you all. Stop it. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Two episodes without being a shithead! It's the end!
Uh, what? What? Wake up, sheeple!